Hey friend, so there is this myth that has been going on for a very long time when it comes to homeschooling. It's nothing new. I mean, I heard it way back in the day and I continue to hear it. So it just kind of keeps going around, but it's not true. So here it is. The myth is that homeschooling is just about the kids. And I get it. You can go to a homeschool convention and you're going to find tons and tons of resources. You can go look online. You can hashtag homeschool. You can go anywhere and it has to go with homeschool. And there's going to be so much for the kids. And I'm not saying that it's not about the kids. What if it's actually about you too? And what if it's about your family as a whole? And what if it's about the impact that you can make in the world and your community and your extended family and your friends because you homeschool because of the way that you live your life as a family. What if it's not just about the kids? What if it's about the whole entire package, let's say? And that's why you'll hear me refer to it as the homeschool lifestyle. It's not just something we do. It's something that we live and it's the way that we live. And it's the why that we live the way that we live. And so over and over, I hear these excuses that I'm going to share with you today. There's these three excuses and I hear them over and over again. And I'm going to burst these myths. So think of like, they're each three of them. There's three balloons and I'm going to take a pin to each one. And I'm going to tell you right now, I despise balloons when they pop. I just can't even do it. My kids are like, you know, you could get that done so much faster. We use balloons for my kiddo's graduation party and took them down from the ceiling that we had them up in our garage. And I used scissors and just kind of gently cut the top. And they're like, you know, you could have gotten that done in about 30 seconds. Instead, it took you about two minutes to go around and slowly cut them. I was like, I know it is worth the time for me. <laughs> so that's a complete random fact. But I'm just going to bust them. I'm going to burst them, we'll say. And we're going to talk about these right now. Three excuses that you, mom, you need to stop making if you want to enjoy homeschooling too. And I know that you want to enjoy it. Nobody wants to continue day after day doing something that they don't enjoy. So let's talk about these so that you can stop making these excuses and get to the other side. Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, where you can get out of survival mode feel confident in your homeschool decisions, and gain peace in your heart and home. I know that when we plant our feet firmly in this season of life and embrace our homeschooling, motherhood, and homemaking, we will thrive. I truly believe that we can do this from a place of peace and joy, all while growing a ton of contentment. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, homeschool mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. Between the moms that are in Clarify Your Homeschool, the ones that are in my mentorship program, and in the private Facebook groups, I want to let you know that you all have a lot in common. We can feel as homeschool moms like our own little island. We feel like like on a desert island and there's nothing for thousands of miles away. And even if you live somewhere where you don't know any other homeschoolers, there are others out there. They might be a distance away from you, but you are not alone in your concerns and in your apprehension and in your unsettledness and all of the questions that you have. So just know 
that you have a lot in common with all the other women that are listening to this podcast episode. You aren't alone in your consensus. You aren't alone in your concerns and your struggles and your worry about how is this even going to end up? How is this homeschooling going to go? Is this even worth all the time and the effort and the finances and the ups and the downs? Let's talk about that today. We're going to talk about these three excuses and we're going to stop making them. And you're going to see a clearly a huge shift and a huge change in how much you actually can enjoy your homeschooling journey. And just know that I was right there with you in the trenches. And sometimes I jump back down into the trenches, sometimes to save some of you all or save all of you would be my goal. But sometimes I just kind of trip and stumble and I fall back into it on my own because of my own insecurities. But I didn't really enjoy homeschooling for quite a while. Well, let's just say the first couple of years, because I was so focused on measuring against the school system. Those were the only metrics that I had any exposure to when it came to education. And so I was so focused on that, that I wasn't enjoying homeschool. I was a taskmaster and I was like, we have to do this book and we have to do the entire book or the homeschool year is not complete. And I was not enjoying it. Now I do have to say that I'm a bit more, I can lean towards a type A person and I really enjoyed being organized and checking things off of the list and being super rigorous, but there wasn't the joy down deep in my heart with it. And I could look over at my kids and I didn't see the joy either. And so I was making these three excuses that I'm going to share with you here in just a moment. And once I stopped making those excuses, I felt lighter. I felt more confident in my homeschooling, but also I could see that my kids didn't feel so beaten down and didn't like, I was no longer comparing them to what their, the other kids, their same age in the school system, what they were doing or where I thought that they had to be. And so it became a ripple effect. Like that old saying, if, if ain't, if mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. <laughs> so it really does start with you. The level of, I mean, we just know just the way that things are in the home is determined by mom. So the level of joy, the level of excitement for learning, the level of understanding we have with one another really does come from the mom, which is, can start to feel like, oh no, I've got so much pressure, but let's take that pressure off and let's just make tiny decisions every day that will then grow. But right here, let's talk about some three major excuses. And I'm going to just tell you what it is. And then I'm going to like debunk them. How does that sound? Okay. So the first one is the first excuse that a homeschool mom will give and which makes her not enjoy her homeschooling is she'll say, I don't know enough to homeschool. Let's stop for a moment and think to ourselves: you most likely went through the school system. What kind of system of education did you go through? If you don't feel like you know enough to homeschool a five-year-old, or a 10-year-old, or even a 15-year-old. Because when you're homeschooling the 15-year-old, you're not going to be just 25. You're going to be older. It will be proportionate. I am homeschooling a 15-year-old. Maybe I might not have felt equipped to do so when I was 20, but here I am in my mid-late 40s. I feel fully equipped to do so. But stop and just think about the age of your kids right now. And you're thinking to yourself, I don't know enough to homeschool. I guarantee that you know enough and you know more than you need to know to homeschool. 
Don't let your fears, don't let maybe the bad grades, quote unquote, bad grades you got in school. Maybe you weren't, maybe you're like me and you weren't good in math and you struggled along. You were a BC student and it took everything within you to even get that B. And then you think to yourself, I don't know enough to homeschool my kids. I tell you that you do. All three of my kids, even if with my inadequacies when it came to math, have excelled in math. They are better at math than me. And guess what also happened? I became better at math just by teaching them. So you do know enough to homeschool. You don't even know all the things that you know, but if you are motivated, you'll pull those things out, but you will also be motivated enough to find resources to come alongside you. Whether that resource is something online, it's a book, it is a person that lives in your neighborhood, it's somebody from your church, your community, somewhere. So my 15-year-old, really into technology and stuff, I I mean, I know enough. I can run a business from online. I can do a lot of things, but the stuff he knows, I'm like, I, I don't know. And so I am now making connections with people who know things that I don't know. I don't have to know everything about videography that he's involved in. I'm actually helping make connections to other people who can come alongside him and can answer questions who want to answer questions. I'm going to tell you right now, adults who really love and enjoy maybe a hobby or a field of study or a career that they're in, they love to share that with young people who want to learn from them. So you don't need to know enough. Stop thinking to yourself, okay, well, maybe I know enough to teach my five-year-old, but I don't know enough to teach my 15-year-old. Let's go back to what I said. You will, you have a five-year-old, you'll be 10 years older when you get to your 15-year-old and you will be wiser, you will be smarter, you will be more resourceful and you will be fine. So the first excuse to stop making is to say, I don't know enough to homeschool. You do know enough to homeschool. Just start or just continue if you are homeschooling. You will do well because you had a desire to do so. The second excuse that I hear very often is well, someone else would educate my child better. So something along that lines, well, the school would do better, or this private school would do better, or this tutor would do better, or maybe even this curriculum, this resource would do better at educating my child. Someone else is not better to educate your child. God has placed those specific children in your home. He has connected you for a purpose and a reason. You are the exact mom, whether you have these children, whether you've given birth to them or they've come into your home through adoption, these are the exact children that God has matched you up with. And he knows that you are going to do good and glorious things. And it's going to be amazing. It's going to be rough. There's going to be going to be some rough spots. doesn't mean there's not going to be ups and downs, but there is nobody better to educate your child than you. Nobody loves your child more than you more than their father. Yes, grandparents, other people love <laughs> love your children, which is a beautiful thing. However, nobody cares. Nobody is as invested in them as you are. From day one, you have been invested in your child. And maybe you are at day 30,156. You are 30,156 days more invested in these children I talked to moms and I loved, like, I just love to see 
to see them uh, through a Zoom call, to see their family. And I just, I just love it. And I just love all of you all that I get to speak with through the mentorship program and through Clarify Your Homeschool. And it just, I'm like, wow, you all are just so beautiful. Your families are so beautiful. And I'm invested but I'm not as invested as you are. And so you really, you can educate. Maybe sometimes you need to come along, have resources come alongside you. And that's what Clarify Your Homeschool and the mentorship program does. It's a resource to come alongside you, to help show you and equip you and enable you to homeschool in a way that you can do so with peace and with confidence and with excitement. So please, let's debunk that, that someone else can educate your child better than you can. They can't. They could maybe do a fine job, but just even think, say even you had five kids, your children are, so think of each individual child, one out of five is kind of their like, that's what they're, that's, that's what they're getting with you. As opposed to being in a classroom with 25, 30 kids, your kids aren't going to be able to skate under the radar, <laughs> unfortunately for them, right? You're going to see places where maybe they're struggling. Maybe they don't have their math facts down really solid. And you say, you know what, we're going to put aside this uh, math curriculum that we're doing, and we're just going to focus on our math facts. They're not going to be able to skate by because you're going to know how they're doing on their math facts. And you're going to be able to make that adjustment to make the decision to put something aside because we need to focus on the foundation a bit more. So excuse number two, that we are going to cross off the list that you're no longer going to say and to think about either is that someone else would educate your child better. And the third excuse that we are going to pop that balloon of right here. Are you ready for it? Drum roll. And this one is super popular among homeschool moms to say and to think. And it is that my child will get behind if I don't do, we'll say X, Y, Z. This constant measurement of behind. I want to say behind what? Behind whom? Behind where? What is this behind? What is this measurement? It comes from the school system. You knew I was going to say that, right? (laughs) I've done tons of podcast episodes about it, and I will try to link some of those in the show notes for you just to kind of, if this is like something that is a stumbling block for you, then I encourage you to listen to those. So go ahead and scroll down and listen to those after this one. But the thinking of my child is going to get behind, they are not ever behind. If you are being intentional. If you are, whether you're intentional, so let's also be intentional. It doesn't mean that like intentionality is like, I am making them sit down for seven hours a day, or you take a more relaxed approach. It doesn't matter if your style of homeschooling leans towards classical or eclectic or Charlotte Mason or unschooling or Montessori. It doesn't matter. As long as you are being intentional in that decision of what style or how am I going to do this? Like what's going to come alongside us? Even if you don't have a style, you don't have to have a style. It just really helps a lot of moms when you do have a style, like you kind of know what resources might align with what your goals are and your vision and your thoughts behind education and how that can best uh, serve your family and come alongside your kids. But just the thought of always like my child will get behind if I don't do these certain things. Again, Behind what? Be intentional about forward progress. Maybe that forward progress might be like a a fraction of a millimeter. It might be, again, let's go back to the math facts. It might be that you are struggling with, they've got their addition, they've got their subtraction down really well. 
Now we're doing the multiplication. And maybe you've gotten up to, I feel like kids like up to the fives are pretty good. And then you get to the sixes and the sevens, and you might get to like the seven multiplication table and they're really struggling. And you're trying to tell them, well, really, you've already memorized most of these. We just need to finish up here. And they might really, but you might not see forward movement for a couple days, a couple weeks, a couple months. And then suddenly, boom, you'll see some forward movement. It, it doesn't have to be a any type of big leaps. It doesn't even have to be like tiny little baby steps. It just is you being intentional and working at it and you providing them with time, with resources. And sometimes it means providing them with time where you step back and you say, you know what? This is causing some issues in our relationship. This seven multiplication table, we're going to step back and we're going to take some moments to breathe. And we're just going to have fun with what we do know with math. And we're just going to wait it out a little bit here. And then we're just going to, then we'll, we'll see. Then we'll try a little push and we'll see how things go. And maybe you'll find some resources that'll come alongside you much better. That might be a better fit for you than what's your curriculum or whatever it is that you're using right now. But overall, this metric, this measuring against this getting behind, it comes from the school system. And nowadays I hear more and more of this about how there's, well, they're behind, but we just have to push them through. You know, they were failing in these couple of classes or they're barely a C or a D. Again, I don't like those grades and stuff. This is just, I'm just repeating what they're saying, but we have to push them through. Well, why don't we just stop and why don't we just see where they're struggling with and helping them to get over that hurdle? Because once maybe they get over that hurdle, everything else will just kind of like click, like snap your finger and it'll all kind of click. Or maybe it's just an area of study that they're just not really that good in. And I'm not saying so really when it comes to the math, I'm like, you got to get your math facts down and everything else will come. If you have a child that wants to major in, go to college and major in art history, or wants to go on to ministry work or anything that doesn't have anything to do with science and math. And if they never get to in high school, their trigonometry and calculus, they'll be just fine. Guess what? I didn't go on. I didn't get to trigonometry and calculus and I went to college and didn't need it because I didn't major in math and science. And if they do want to major in math and science, they will have the intrinsic desire to learn those higher maths, to really study and to work hard at it and to do what they need to in order to succeed in those college classes. So this getting behind, feeling like if they don't get this certain amount of information, there's just, there's no way that anybody can know everything. There's just, we can't, only God knows everything. We can't learn even all the information. And so this thought of like, my child is going to get behind just has got to, I just want to to like blast it out. I mean, it's summertime right now. So let's just think like I'm shooting a water gun at it. Actually, my kiddo got my husband for Father's Day, some type of like, I don't want to say it's electric, it's like battery operated water gun. And I was like, Okay. I mean, this is like upping the ante here. There's not like this little, it's not like little squirt guns anymore. I think you put like, I don't even know. I felt like it was like a half a gallon of water in it and they were just absolutely drenched. So let's imagine that I'm using that and I am just spraying just like, no, we are just shooting this out of the, out of the thought range of your mind. You're soaking wet right now. And you're no longer going to say my child will get behind because behind what? Behind whom? Behind where? What is this measurement that you are using? Let's just look at each child individually and help them progress and to learn in the areas and to grow to also sometimes step into areas that are hard and that are difficult 
to do and to learn how to be tenacious and to continue at something, even when it gets hard, focusing on the things that they're really going to need and to use when they step out into the world out of your home. And if any of these excuses resonated with you and you're saying to yourself, I need some intense help here with this. I need some focus. I have some specific questions about homeschool and my kids and they're just, yeah, it's just very specific. And I want to get some answers, Lee. You can join my mentorship program and you can go to littlebylittlehomeschool.com slash mentorship. And that will get you to the calendar. You can make an appointment and we can just do all the things and talk about whatever it is when it comes to your homeschool. But I get it. These three excuses of, I don't know enough to homeschool Someone else will be better to educate my child or my child will get behind if I don't do X, Y, Z. I get it. It's, it runs hot and heavy, we'll say here within the homeschool realm. And it's just, it really comes down to the fact that you love and you care about your child. And you're just saying, I don't want to get this wrong. I promise that if you are intentional, you won't get it wrong. But when you have questions, you can go ahead and join my mentorship program. I would love to be able to connect with you over there on that. But today, I pray that this episode has blessed you, it has encouraged you, and maybe has given you like a little bit of oomph, a little bit of like, you know, like do a high kick right now. Like, yeah, I feel good. I feel empowered. I'm like, yes, we are going to do this homeschool thing. We're going to do it well. And it's going to be, it's going to be so great. And you're going to look back someday and be like, I'm so glad that I stopped using those excuses. And either I began homeschooling or I really changed. I did like a 90 degree turn on homeschooling, changed my mindset about it. And this was just a pivotal moment in discarding those excuses and moving on and doing things in a better way, in a way that brought you peace and excitement about homeschool, because that's what I want. I want not just your kids to be excited, but I want you to be excited. Remember, for them to be excited, you need to be excited. All right, friend, this has hopefully been a good episode and I will see you back here after the weekend. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at Little by Little Homeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, Mama.